Let's talk to our pal. As uh, Leafs play Friday, Sunday this week. Friday is fine because there's no Jays. I mean, there's Raptors if you want to see them get beaten by a fringe playoff team tonight. But uh, Sunday, no likey. Uh, Mark Savard, former NHL forward, uh, friend of the show on the line right now. How's it going, Savvy? Going great, boys. I uh, really enjoyed that ball game yesterday as I'm hearing you guys did as well. Yeah, sure did, bud. Beating the Yankees feels Lighter good. Start the season one and zero. Just you can't complain. Feels four great. hours feels... is a, a long yeah. amount of time Oof. to spend in front of your television. But yeah, it was yeah. worth it. It, it was close and was exciting. <laughs> four hours. Uh, another lockdown, boys. They, you know, we're gonna be having a lot of four-hour days watching ball games. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I figured you just had mega naps that you just you woke Golf up. Golf courses like, are open, though. Savvy, yeah, you, you, oh, buddy, you better believe Mark Savard was monitoring that situation. He was in group chats. Boys were talking. You think they're going to close the golf courses? Oh, boy, they better not. And guess what? They stayed open. Good for you. Good for everybody. Uh, golfers win. Golfers, huge win, huge dub for the golfers. Huge win for sanity for keeping those golf courses open. Congratulations to you guys. So... Let's let's start with what's going on with you right now, buddy, because, yeah, we mentioned it on yesterday's show, but your shop, P91shop.com, where all the proceeds go to concussion research, you, you've, been, you've been running some promotions right now. You want to tell us just a little bit what's going on and, and why it's getting a push right now? Yeah, we just, you know, two years ago we started the company, you know, me and my buddy Deuce and my wife, uh, just a small thing, and we donated all our, all, all our uh, you know, earnings to concussion research. Sorry, struggling this morning. Um, and then I matched, you know, exactly what we earned. So, you know, we donated 20000 And then, you know, it kind of went back to coaching, took a break, and then, you know, decided with a couple guys, you know, my buddy Deuce again, and my wife still helps out, but three other guys from Windsor, make it a little more easier to, to get product out and some more brains to the project. And, you know, p91shop.com you know came back and, and we've came back strong so far and we're going to support um we're going to you know donate a portion to, to concussion research uh, again and, and try and get that going so we're really excited the new gear the new logo my buddy scotty paul out of uh, toronto did that for us it's a cool thing and if you can help us out you know look on instagram to uh, project 91 shop so a couple different names i know it's tough but we're having a lot of fun with it, and we're going to you know, raise as much money as we can because it's an important thing to me, and it's near and dear to my heart. Yeah, P91Shop.com. Yeah. I'm looking at the hats right now. They're sharp, buddy. I, I really get, like the blue get, one. With can the you not make some Leafs colors, though? Just do some. No, there's it's a blue all... and white one. But there's a Leaf one there for you. We're, we're yeah, going to get some more products here. Got to start with my bees. Yeah, start, start with Toronto. my bees fan. Start with my bees fans, and then, and then slowly work to <laughs> the my small... Okay. Lethal. You're like the vaccines, giving them to the prisons now. You're like, okay, get these in there, get the prisons, and then we'll get to the rest of the population in Toronto. The, the Bruins fans first. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about the Leafs fans. It's something will come. So we love to have you on to talk power play because, yeah, you were a power play coach in the NHL last year, and you ran one of the most successful ones in all of hockey. Leafs power play is now 0 of 22. I know you hate two power plays. You always harp on there shouldn't be two, there shouldn't be two, there shouldn't be two, but... If they bring you in right now, and it's aside from just that, because 
everyone has their frustrations with my, either not having Tavares on a unit or them not loading up all the time. They have done it at times. Like, the power play has had loaded up versions of it at times, and maybe not as many times as you would want, but you're the whisperer here, man. Why is it just not working no matter what it is they're doing? Because it's been amazing in moments this season, it, but now it's kind of back to... A stretch of this, you're not supposed to go 0 of 22, I figure, if you're if you're one of the best power plays in the NHL. Well, I, I mean, it's a good question, and there's a lot of different answers. And, you know, one of them being, you know, I got a funny text message from Al McInnes yesterday uh, from the Blues power play who struggled all season long and said, uh, you know, what do you see on the power plays because Petro's gone or, or what? And I said, well, obviously I'm not coaching it. <laughs> so anyway, um, that was my answer to that, but... Watching, and I look back, and I'm just going to go off of last year. A lot of the power play, too, is chemistry, you know, and we had that in St. Louis. We had a top unit. It was out there for a minute 30. They had chemistry. And what we're seeing a lot now from Toronto, besides early in the year when it was working, which which was two units, is not a lot of chemistry. And you could say Tavares has been out there with the big guys, you know, a bunch of times and blah, 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 blah. But I think it's getting back to – getting the big guys comfortable again. That's how you're going to get out of this. You're not going to get out of this with two units, I don't believe. Let's get all the big guys out there. Let's let these guys work through it. And especially with playoffs around the corner, with matchups being way more important than during the regular season, you're going to want your big guys having those minutes. You're going to want your big guys on the ice anyways. So let's fire them up now. Let's get it going. Let's get some chemistry. And then let's work towards the playoffs because those are minutes that those guys are going to need and to help your team win. Is there like a domino effect when you're on the power play and you know that it hasn't scored in a while? Maybe you don't know it's 0 of 22, but you know it's been a while since you've even created good chances. Does that is it possible that gets in your head? Oh yeah, there's a lot of sleepless nights for sure because you know that's your bread and butter for for these these star players. You know Marner, Matthews, Tavares, on and on down the line. So. Uh, it's something that does get in your mind. You got to try and change things up and make them think about different things. I can remember when we were struggling, uh, we had some little struggles throughout the year last year, and I'm just going off of mine, you know, what I did. I, I would change things up in a form that I would make them focus on a breakout play. Uh, I would make them focus on uh, an entry play or a face-off play. So I wouldn't get them thinking about being in the zone and, and making the plays around because they're smart enough to make those plays. So I would change the focus of, you know, first power play we get, first breakout we get, let's try a long dump play, and I would draw it up for them, um, and then they would have that in their mind. So it would take a little pressure off of what they're going to do in the zone, thinking about what's going on. You know, i got to remember this play. i got to remember that play. But in the zone, he's not telling us to do anything. Just go to our spots and switch sides. That's about it. And they got some stuff off it. So it's about tricking the system a little bit, if you will, and, and trying to give them different looks, and, and, and hopefully that helps them out. Overall, though, can't we agree that if the power play right now is the, I would say, biggest concern or biggest area where they can improve as a as a skater group, that's a pretty great place to be if you're the Leafs right now. Yeah, it, it really is. Because, like, again, they have the most talent they can put on a power play pretty much in the National Hockey League. They've paid for it, mm-hmm. but... It, it, it is probably the most talented power play if we look around the league. I mean, there's a couple like Edmonton, obviously, but two guys really are prominent on that power play, and they do quite a job. So I think it's going to be the least your worries. But again, to get you out of it, let's get our big boys out there. Let's let them feel comfortable. Let's get it working. 
and let's get ready for the playoffs. So we're, we're talking to Mark Savard. Again, if you want to support his site and concussion research, you can visit p91shop.com. Uh, check out the gear that's there and know that the proceeds go towards that research. So they, they're buyers, right? And I know you're not insider savvy the way that you have been in years past where you're buzzing around the, the trade center floor and trying to saddle up next to Elliot Friedman and Chris Johnston and, and break some news. You're, you're not as... You're, you're not fielding as many calls. You're not putting it out there in the universe. But the Leafs are buyers. Like, there's just no debate. They're going to buy somebody. People have debated as to how high up the prospects they should go, uh, what the price should be for some of these guys, what the actual need is. But to me, they either need – they just they need a forward who can play at least in the top nine. Someone who can fill in on the third group or someone who can play up the lineup and bump somebody down. Here's the question, though, as of right now. Do you think Alex Galchenyuk can actually do this? Do you think that he can steal a job or actually establish himself as someone who's going to play on that second line? Because I've been skeptical. I know Bourne has been skeptical. Ben has been skeptical. He keeps adding a little bit more to prove that he sort of belongs. It's, it's kind of hard to knock him off there right now. It's getting harder and harder. Yeah, but but again, in the back of everybody everybody's mind, like you just said, it you're, there's going to be skepticism. You know, everybody's skeptical right now because let's let's face it, he hasn't lived up since his Montreal days. He hasn't been consistent. So what's a, what's showing us going in one of the most important playoff runs in recent memory? You know, an opportunity really to get to the Stanley Cup final. I wouldn't say an easier road, but definitely not what you'd normally go through. And trust that this guy's going to be there for you. Honestly, I like what he's done. We all have. He's put in a good effort. He looks like he's working hard. Sheldon Keefe really likes him. But you can't lay on that. But he's going to help you on the fourth line right now. That He can okay. do other things than just stick handle and, and play on the outside. This guy grinds it out if you watch. So he can help your fourth line. I still think Kyle Dubas has to be proactive and go get something. Now, what does he get? I don't know. I don't know if he has to really sell the farm either. I, I think there's going to be trades out there where guys are getting, looking to get moved that can help this team. Is it a Mike Hoffman from St. Louis? I know they're looking to move him. He hasn't had the greatest year. Um, but can he help score goals? Yes. Can he take 30 seconds on the power play, second power play, and score? Yes. Um, is there other guys? I know he's been watching Ottawa a little bit, and I brought this up to you. You kind of stuck your nose up at it. But I do like getting Connor Brown back. I, I, I think he's a poor man, Zach Hyman, that can fill in in those spots and still have enough skill to support the frontline guys. So there's another guy you can look at. And I still think this team needs a big defenseman. I really do think they need another guy down the stretch. If there's any injuries of sort, they got no one to put in there. You know, San Nina, he hasn't played all year. He still hasn't found his feet. So I don't know if I'd throw him right in the fire. So go get another solid defenseman and help your goaltenders out that way. Yeah, I think they'll probably be add to or be able to add a defenseman, and they'll probably be able to add somebody on the cheap, a depth guy. If if I'm looking at those type of names, it's like a Branson type or someone in that vein that just gives them a little bit of insurance behind. Yeah, that group and make sure that they don't have to turn to Martin Marincin right away. I also don't believe you can turn to Sandine yet because there's no indication he's healthy or that he's 
going to be anywhere near ready for just jumping into a playoff stretch. I, I didn't poo-poo Connor Brown because I don't like Connor Brown. I poo-pooed it because the guy's going to make $3.5 million over the next two seasons. And they the reason they traded Connor Brown is because they couldn't give him that exact contract. Like They, they said, Connor, we love you, but we can't pay you this money, so you've got to go. So I don't think that they can take on term. The guy that everybody sits on and the guy that I keep looking at is Felino. I, I just I think he's a perfect fit. But if you get Felino and you play him up the lineup and Galchenyuk gets bumped down for the reasons that you outlined and the reasons that we all believe he should be eventually bumped down, he plays with Spets on the fourth line, okay? What happens to Joe Thornton? Because are we starting to have a potential discussion come playoff time of them healthy scratching him for certain games like Spezza was in Dallas? Because I, I think the only argument at this point, based on the way Galchenyuk is playing, would be, well, you can't scratch that guy because of the way that it impacts the room, which I'm not trying to discount, but from a pure hockey standpoint, what's the case, who, who should be basically sitting in the press box ahead of him? Well, it's an old saying, right? If, if he's good in the room, we'll leave him there. So yeah. maybe that's what ends up happening. I mean, obviously Joe knows that where he's playing in the lineup right now, and he's a great guy, and he he just wants to win. That was another offensive guy coming in. It, it, it's going to happen. He's going to be a healthy scratch somewhere down the road here. But I know Joe, and he's older, and he wants to win. He's going to be a good guy to have around still. So – Joe will get scratched at some point. We all don't want to see it. We all love Big Joe. We all want to see Big Joe be a big part of winning a Stanley Cup here in Toronto. And he's still going to be that. He's still going to be around for the kids. Someone gets hurt, he's going to be the first guy going in there. So I don't think we need to worry about Joe at all. Joe understands what's going on. He's going to understand even more when when they do make a move. And he's going to be the odd man out. But saying that again, he's going to be ready to go whenever called upon. And he's going to be in that room helping those guys going to be skating you know after practice with the guys that aren't skating so he's going to be a great guy to have around talking to mark savard again the website is p91shop.com nick robertson scored for the marlies uh the other day he's healthy again which is good he was on the the taxi squad not that long ago and i'm sure when kyle dubas mentioned top prospect on the table there is a scenario where he could have been headed out the door the other way it feels like those deals are are dwindling so it's probably not a situation where he's going to be used as trade bait do you need to see him at some point in the near future to see if he factors into your team come playoff time to see whether he changes your thought process before April 12th? I don't really think you do. I, I really don't. I, I think this is a kid that you're, if he does spend the whole season with the Marlies, that ain't a bad thing. This kid can play. I'm up here in Peterborough and everybody raves about him, you know, around town and, and wherever I'm at, they just love this guy. And I haven't seen a lot of them. I don't think any of us have enough to, to, to be uh, biased on him. But, again, he's, I don't think he needs to play again this year if they don't need him. He's something that's going to be a big part coming along maybe next year or the year after. Uh, so I don't think there's any reason to play him. And if you do move him, I think that's a big risk. But, again, this is a small window. If there's something that just totally grabs you, and you need to make that move, and he's the guy that has to go. I think that's something you really, really have to consider. But again, another look, I don't think that that's important at this time. Yeah, kid scored 55 for the Peets. So you can understand why people in the town, whenever they see you, are like, hey, how about Nick Robertson? We watched that kid score 55 goals in the O. You think that he could help the Leafs? Probably. Uh, We think he can. We love him. I think Galchenyuk blocked him. 
I think if Galchenyuk hadn't worked out or there was any blip for Galchenyuk or they were unsatisfied with his play, Robertson would have gotten that spot. They would have taken a look at him. And now that Galchenyuk's fared well, it does feel... It's it's really hard to see how Robertson gets into this lineup. Where is he stepping in? He's not taking Mikheyev's spot. They're not going to put him up on the first line and bump Hyman down to the third. It, I don't believe they're going to scratch Joe Thornton to take a look at Nick Robertson. I just don't see how he gets in here. And they're only going to add another guy who stacks in ahead of him. You're right. I, I don't. It's not a bad thing that he do, has a season like this. To me, it's just a question mark of, you'd, yeah, I wish I would have seen it a little bit more. I wish I would have seen a little stretch over the course of the regular season where we got to find out if he can fit in right away. Obviously, the organization doesn't think he can because they haven't given him the opportunity over Galchenyuk, who is a stopgap, right? If, if you really thought he was ready, you'd play him over Galchenyuk. Exactly. And the only way that I feel that Nick Robertson gets in the lineup Injuries. is if you have an injury, unfortunately, to one of your four major players. And we know who that is. Marner, Matthews, Tabarez, and Nylander. You call this kid up and hope to God that he can score goals. So I think that's the only way he gets another look this year. That's the only way I can see it happening. And I think that's not a bad thing. You just said it again. Like, let him play the year in the minors. Let him put up some numbers. Let him come to camp next year in a regular NHL season and work him through the lineup. Bad timing to pick up that injury on, like, what, your first shift of the season? He's 19. Really? He's, yeah. he's 19 years old. Nick Roberts is 19 years old. This is a fine five minutes that he played yeah, this season. It really he looked was. really good in those five minutes. He popped in those five minutes. He's 19. Yeah. <laughs> he's 19. Uh, savvy. Well done with the uh, P91 shop, uh, and best of luck going forward. Thanks, buddy. See you, bro. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate the support. Again, p91shop.com and, and project91shop uh, on Instagram. Follow us for a chance to win a free signed jersey. And I got two tea times this weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, Woo! buddy. I'm playing next week. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you've played already, though, haven't you? I've played three times already. Yeah, yes, know, sir. Of Psycho. He doesn't have one built on his uh, estate. Yeah. <laughs> See you, Savvy. Okay, boys. Thank you very much. Anytime you need me, give me a buzz. I'll try and get some scoops for you, JD. I'll work hard. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. Just now? Just get, get on the scoops, kid. Let's go. I want the yeah. scoops. I've, I want okay, the Savvy scoops. All right. I'm See on them. See you, boys. Thanks. See ya. Good shows, Insider. Marks of Art. Uh, not holding up his end of the bargain when it comes to insidery things. <laughs> close. <laughs> not even close. Well, I did All right. one thing. Oh, Mike Hoffman. Okay, great. <laughs> Guess what? Mike Hoffman's been available for the last three years of his career. Last four, last four years of his career. You can it's get true. Mike Hoffman. Uh, yeah. It's not eternal. Eternally available Mike Hoffman. He is.